What's up, everybody? We're back. It's Wood. It is Keith. So what you're saying with a mask off in your face? About fucking time. Yeah, it is. It's I, been a minute. I got time. tired of listening to you and I. <laughs> yeah, so did I. We, we, we had the doc the first, the first, uh, week first week of the year, yeah. of the year, and now here it is the last week of February, yeah. and finally we got another mask off, man, but yeah. I, I got to tell you, when you went out of town, I was so fucking happy because I didn't have to sit here and look at just you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Let's rub out some emails right quick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I already know the direction of these, so let's do this. Ron says, I was driving the other day with my wife in the car, and we saw two women on the side of the road with a flat tire. My wife told me to stop, but I didn't. If it weren't for the new movement, Women's Me Too, I would have. But how come they can have it both ways, and what's convenient for them at the time they can take advantage of. My wife says I am an asshole. I say I'm a feminist supporting <laughs> feminism. Am I right? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. That was easy, huh? <laughs> yeah, you, you just got to be careful with like words right now. Like people always say, don't victim blame. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of a rape, in yeah. terms of sexual assault, in terms of kids, no, don't blame the victim. But if you strap $1,000 to your bald ass head and walk down <laughs> any street, most streets in America, yeah. and you get your ass kicked and your money gone, I'm blaming you. Yep. See, people need to understand. Be a little smarter with right, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, I mean, that's that's what I'm talking about. Also, I just want to give one of my boys notice. He told me he drove from here to Lagrand, Oregon, listening to our show, and that took six hours. He listened to the show yeah. for six hours straight. God bless him. Yeah, yeah. I said, "How'd you feel after you did that?" He said, "I wanted to drink so fucking bad it was killing me." <laughs> Yeah, he he probably did, and probably wanted to find a dictionary <laughs> just to be safe. Now, my man here, Jameson, he called it back pieces. I've never heard balls called back pieces in my life. <laughs> kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah but back pieces, Keith. When I said thought provoking, I meant you had me thinking about jerking you off. <laughs> if it's a one-handed job, I can use the other hand to cradle your back pieces. Would I need a bra for my back pieces too these days? You guys are hilarious. 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 There yeah, it is. There we go. Wait to the snaggles. I ain't drank this shit in a long time. <laughs> Love, Jameson. Zach says. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He has, you know why he, he's emailed in? It's because he knew that hey, we had a mask on. He, he wanted to embarrass us in front yeah. of company, but he kind of went the other way. He <laughs> says, uh, hi, fellas. Oh. Hi, Zachary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Excited for the mask off this week because listening to you guys too many weeks in a row really makes people dumb. Mm. Making fun of Wood's lack of supporting his population explosion, <laughs> that is really great for the environment, or Keith's globalized, global-sized cranium didn't appeal to me this week because I really want to hear the guests and long emails add an extra 20 minutes due to Keith's staring <laughs> of an extra four sentences wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So he took it easy on us this week. Like Zach said, we got a mask off. Yeah, uh, Wood, what's the mask off, brother? You guys, uh, it, I know it's been a minute. So I'm going to refresh you what a mask off is. That's basically when we bring somebody in, does something maybe a little bit better than we do. They do something different than we do. Definitely they are smarter than us. And uh, we peel that mask off. We get to know who they are, what they do, and uh, and a little bit about that. So without further ado, our mask off guest, who are you and what do you do? So I'm Natalie Johansson. And some people say I write. And I write decently enough that I published a book with it. So we'll see. So we have a published author yeah. in our midst today. So that is awesome. Again, smarter than we are. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. She uses words. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have fuck anywhere in the book? 
No. All right, so already she's yeah. ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. Our mask off guest normally introduces us snaggles, and we will not deter from that today. What are we drinking, Natalie, the author? We are drinking very, very special EJ Brandy, extra very, smooth. Very special. Very special. Very special. It is special. She's got me warm and tingly. <laughs> and that, that guy's, as huh. always, brought to you by Tiger Claw Tattoo. And I'm going to tell you this. you if If you're hearing us now or tomorrow or whenever throughout this week, you've probably already missed the Salt Lake... Um, Tattoo convention. He was down there chefing it up, his whole squad, huh? Yeah, they were. They were tattooing everybody that walked through that thing. (laughs) But you know what? They still exist. They're in Mill Creek. Head over, check them out. Go in, visit them, set up a time, go and get some ink done. Uh, Tramp Stamp stole a thing. Yes. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) She ended that right off top. I didn't even have a chance to think about it. No. You don't have one. All right. So if you ever want to get a Tramp Stamp, take your ass down to Tiger Claw Tattoo. Mm -hmm. Let my boy Shay hook you up, man. He does does his thing with that. That's right. That's right. Impressive. Let's get warmed up. All right, so when we have a mask off guest, we have some things called layup line questions, right? They're just questions to get you into the groove of answering our fuckery, right? Mm-hmm. The, the shit cast here. So I'm going to throw you some random questions. Have you ever been to Burning Man? No. No. Is no. that something that's on your list ever? Mm-mm. You want to go down and hang out with a bunch of hippies and not, not dirty so foot motherfuckers? What kills me about Burning Man is these motherfuckers, they talk about yeah. the hippies and all the clicking. We deal with the environment and shit, and then they light a fucking 40-foot statue on fire, and right. all that shit goes into the air. Yep. Yeah, way, way, mm-hmm. way to contradict yeah. yourself, job, assholes. Yep. Favorite toy as a child? Mm, so I still have this favorite toy as a child. It's my uh, teddy bear. A little bear. weird. It's my teddy bear. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Teddy. So I was not, oh, I'm and, not very original. Creative. You're so creative. <laughs> I can't I wait to get into this book. <laughs> I know, guys. <laughs> Namegenerator.com for sure. <laughs> How old were you when you got this? Oh, I don't. Did you still pee to bed is what I'm asking. I probably, yeah, fuck, so I don't he's know. probably got pee stains on him. Who gave them to you? <laughs> My grandma did. That, that's right on. She make mm-hmm. them? Mm-mm. All right. But she stitched them back up enough that she might as well have. Yeah. Consecutive <laughs> nights you've slept in your car? Um, one, two. Two, two nights in a row you slept in your car? Mm-hmm. What happened? I was camping and we have a little podunk trailer that we just leave up in the mountains mm-hmm. that has never come down. Like it's one with the mountain at this point, I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to say it was a giant carnivorous creature got inside, but it was probably a rat. And I was done dealing with that shit, so I slept in the car. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. And, that, and that's for camping. Yeah, you, you will tend to yeah. sleep in your car. Does your car have a bathroom in it? Because if so, I'd like to take it camping because camping season is almost <laughs> coming up. And I don't yeah. know if you listen to this show, but camping season for Keith is called Keith Holds His Shit for Two Consecutive Days Straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Worst movie you ever saw, which is my new favorite fucking question. Mm. Worst movie you ever saw. I can't remember what it's called. I want to, I can't remember what it was called, but it was weird genetic thing where they were trying to cure, I don't know, some, some disease and they like cloned this creature that turned into like a bird person mm-hmm. and it got really weird. And Was it in a movie theater? Or yeah. What? You paid to see this? I paid, it looked, okay, the previews were deceiving. It uh-huh. was a, a lot of creative cuts. Okay. <laughs> that's all I can say. All right. <laughs> you know, all right. <laughs> and that's fair enough because I saw a movie one time called Monkey Shines mm-hmm. with this dude, he's paralyzed and this monkey's supposed to take care of him. The monkey gets jealous of his girlfriend and starts killing people. Oh, no. All right. Which scared the shit out of me because that was right around the time Michael Jackson had bubbles. And I was like, oh, Michael's going to die. Then then there was another movie I had watched one time and I took all my friends to go see it called The People Under the Stairs, which Uh, was fucking horrible. You know about that movie? Yeah. Yeah. So bad, there's a group named after it. It was actually pretty good, but the movie was fucking shitty. And while I'm talking about it, there was another movie called Band of the Hand that I went to go see. And that was some corny shit. In the 80s, they made a lot of bad movies. They did, yeah. You got to shuffle through all that. Yeah. Uh All right. So let's talk about your book. Your book is called what? It's called Shadow's Voice. 
Shadow's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, Shadow's voice. All right, and it's about what? Without giving it away. It's like, it's it, when I hear it, I, I think Peter Pan. You know, Why do you think I, Peter Pan? Because Peter Pan's shadow always chased him around. It didn't necessarily have a voice, but, you know, it, it chased him around. and it. That's very clever, though, because the shadows are kind of alive. Like, I wouldn't call them alive, but they definitely, they have people that live in the shadows that function as a conscious thing. Kind of like his shadow. So mm-hmm. I, could, I could see that. You Peter just, Pan. I, I'm just a, pumped his head up a little bit. I did. Yeah. Well, I got to pump something up. I mean... <laughs> She must have listened to last episode. I wasn't bragging then either. When, when I read over your book, I, for some reason, the song that popped into my head was Uninvited by Alanis Morissette. That's a good song. Don't, don't ask me why, but that's what pumped into it. So she's a heroine. Yes. Is she on heroin? No. All right. <laughs> Let's talk. So the movie's the movie. Is, could it be made a movie, this book? It'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Come at me with uh, contracts, people. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what kind of stupid question is that? What, what's it about? How'd you come up with the concept? So the I wanted to write a character that could be related to, like, the people would understand. Because people make mistakes and they fuck up and they do the wrong things for wrong reasons. And they just... So I wanted to write a character that had that character flaw, that mm-hmm. she's selfish and she makes really shitty decisions and she doesn't trust people. And despite everything that she wants to do, she just sucks at growing up over that. And then I wanted to throw in some magic and cool shit on top of that. Oh. So the the... The book is about a girl, young woman, her age is undetermined, um, who she... Is it undetermined? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is it undetermined the entire length of the book? Or, or is that something that you, you like you have, or that it pops up later? Or is that for your readers to kind of uh, kind of give, the, give her that age? Yeah. So I at some point I mentioned that she's like in her second decade, but I don't want to pin down that she's 23 because okay. mm. anybody, she, she can be anybody... That you want them to be. So if you're gotcha. reading so, this, so you're... she's of age. She's legal. Yeah. That's the Any sex part. scenes? Not yet. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. nice. Nice. All right. So <laughs> here you are. So you talk about magic and stuff. When I think magic, I think sorcery and dragons and mm-hmm. wizards and all that stuff. Is it a fantasy book? It's technically a fantasy book, but I wouldn't call it a magic fantasy fantasy book. Like, it's like in medieval Europe kind okay. of kind of like world. But all the magic people are either dead or they've left. And so the country has completely forgotten about the magic hat past that they used to have. Uh-huh. So there's a couple people that do some cool magical things. All right. But for the most part, they've they've shunned that part of their history and don't remember. So a lot of the book is them remembering their own past, both as a country and both her as an individual, to remember mm-hmm. your past and learn from it. And we keep saying her. Her name is Rose Turwin. Am I saying that right? Yes. Okay. And... and, and it talks a little bit about her father, and her father had the same gifts that she has, without giving away too much of the movie. So he well, doesn't I keep calling it a movie, but I, <laughs> I got you paid already. I got you a fucking millionaire already. James yeah, yeah. Cameron, come find this girl so we can get paid, too. It's always about that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so he doesn't have her magic, which is part of the problem. And I will tell you, because it's not really a big plot point. Small spoiler, but not really. She... So she can travel through shadows. She can become them. She can hear through them, see them. Like the shadows are just an extension of her senses. Mm-hmm. And so he uses that as a as a trade aspect. So he uses it because he's a merchant. And so he uses her to spy and to become his personal assassin so that he can move forward in his own dealings. Is this only possible when the sun's out? <laughs> I mean, no, not really. Anytime there's, I mean... It, Shadows happen in all types of places. Right. So, I mean, as long as there's some sort of shadow. So you mean candlelight? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, you can have shadow in, in, at night inside, right? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking just how strong is the shadow? Is it stronger with the sunlight? Was the sun driven? 
Not really. It's more darkness driven. So if okay. it's a, like really deep, like like a shadow cast from a tree straight under the ground, you got the big. I, I feel like the the like a shadow. This maybe this is just my own little tangent here, but I feel like a shadow in the sunlight is crisp, and the shadow in the dark with like the flicker of a candle mm-hmm. is eerie. Mm-hmm. And and it's more like pronounced. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. In my mind, I've got these visions of things, mm-hmm. and I know what I'm saying. So if you don't follow me, screw you. It's my mind. One of my boys tells this great story about how a shadow <laughs> fucked him directly in his mouth, okay? He said he was 10 years old, and his older brother was supposed to mow the lawn. And his dad came home and told him to mow the lawn. He's like, yo, so-and-so was supposed to mow the lawn. His dad's like, well, you mow it because so-and-so's not here. And his dad turns around. And the 10-year-old, my boy, gives his dad the finger. And he said the shadow was just perfect where it took his finger beyond his dad. And he's waving it, looking at it, going, if I can oh. see that, he can see that. <laughs> he said his dad turned around and beat his ass. <laughs> so shadows aren't always your friend. No, They're not always no. magical. Sometimes they're, they're demonistic. I'm, and I'm glad you clarified that story. Because when I it first started, something I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hashtagging me too. Coming up real quick. It's right there with you. I was like, where's this going? For you to write a book in, uh, what, several hundred centuries before our time, right? So Mm -hmm. with that, do do you believe in in reincarnation? How do you you channel that? What made you pick this time frame to write a book as opposed to something now? I'm really bad at research. Okay. And if I had written, because I've I've tried to write books in a modern setting, Mm -hmm. but I would have to know where the hell I am and what streets... Coordinate okay. with what, and I can. I'm just not good at that logistical. I'm walking down this street, and then I see this building. I I, I make shit up because it's just easier that okay. way. Uh, so you did it because you could just make up basically whatever you want, yeah. and who's going to be able to cross check that street now, right? Because it's gone. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Do you keep a journal? Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of sporadically. So it's missing months at a time. Yeah, right. years. <laughs> so, it, it, so okay. I want to. I want to go back just a little bit further. So, uh, you, you decide. At, at what age do you decide? You know what? I'm going to write a book, or I'm going to attempt to, or start to write a book. Where does that come from? Because I, when I, <clears throat> I, I think all the time I ought to write a book or I ought to write a movie, but it never comes. You to ought to fruition. write a fucking nursery rhyme about how to keep your fucking <laughs> dick in your pants. Is what you ought to write. Put it in fucking Dr. Seuss terms. <laughs> I think those exist. <laughs> that worm Listen. stays there because if not, you'll get burned. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault that uh, Netflix and chill phrase has now been coined. You know, what can I do? <laughs> not Netflix and chill. <laughs> so, but there's so many good shows. But so what? Yeah, you watch them. At what age do you decide, like, okay, I'm going to, or has it just been always a passion since you first got that little teddy bear? I've always liked writing. Um, I remember back in like the first grade, I would write stories about a horse and a snake that were friends. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> and I've always just written little stories. And then I read this amazing book, the ending. I did not agree with the ending. And so I wrote what is now called fanfic. And so I wrote my old ending. And I'm like, this is a much better ending. And then I was pissed that I couldn't see that bound in a book with my name on it. Uh-huh. I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to write my own book then with my own ending. And it's going to be my own thing. And I'm, I made this. I can put it on my shelf. Okay. You, you, excuse me. Okay. You sat down one day and said, today I'm going to start writing a book. Yeah, basically. Okay. So what is fanfic? You, you've said that a couple times now. So I, f- I have an idea what the two words that aren't shortened mean, but what do they mean <laughs> together? They just fan fiction. So it's just stories that are written about other stories, but not in the so, same So, so like, because you, you mentioned there was a book that you read that you didn't like the ending. So... 
like, I don't know, like a Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, let's mm-hmm. say. You know, you read it and you get to the end and you go, oh, I don't like that. So then you would make a whole different book off the ending of that? Yeah. Or, I mean, people write different like, there's a lot where people just write relationships that they wish had happened, and so they'll write their own relationships with these characters, or they'll write whole different plot lines. She's Puff Daddy. She yeah. remixes books. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. never thought of that. There's yeah. a fucking market for that. She remixes fucking yeah. books. That is true. Oh, shit. Yep. Yo, I never told you this, and I'm going to tell both you guys and the five people that are listening right now. <laughs> when I was 10 years old, I wrote a book. Ooh. He was Olin. I took Lion, and I mixed it up. And it, <laughs> Don't laugh at my fucking dream, you assholes. He was half... I used to be able to draw when I was little. He was half man, right? And he was mm-hmm. half lion. The lion part yeah. was, of course, his head, and everything else was like a man. And I wrote this fucking book, and I had it, and I stapled it together, and I had it for a long time. I read it to family members. Then one day, I met this fucking dude named Olin, because I thought I made the name up. Broke my fucking heart. I was like, what the fuck? Oh. It took me so long to find an animal name that I could move the words and make a, another... Because he was Olin the lion. You should have just taken it as validation that you, you weren't just making shit up that was shitty. I needed your positive impact. I, th- I thought the moral of the story was going to be that that book still exists and you're thinking about publishing it. I don't even know what in the hell it was about. I'm sure it was some corny shit, you know? Only needs a quarter to get some now and laters, you know? So. Your family your family clapped because yeah, oh yeah, it's you. Know they you. Did. Yeah. you know they did. Just milk my ego, right? <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. You sit down to write a book, all right? And you're not writing it just in one sitting. No. All right? So you're writing it over time. When you get to say, how many chapters are in your book? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess you really went over this with a fine-tooth comb, well, huh? So I use my chapters as, like, breaks in the story. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, like, they ha- there's no significance to them. There's not titles. It's just chapter one, chapter two. Do you have to go back and read what you had previously written to understand the flow of the book? Like when I'm writing it? Yeah, when you're oh, writing it. Yeah. Okay, so you have to go back and say, mm-hmm. okay, this mess matches this. And how do you know this story hasn't already been done before? That's what I've always been scared about. Yeah, I, I wonder that myself. Well, I guess if I get a cease and desist letter, I'll find out. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Actually, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that um, this this story been written before. If you don't mind, um, if we could go into it, you have this story has been written in some form before, right? Yeah, so I published it once upon a time, a couple of years ago. The publisher was not a good publisher. Okay, and there it was just <clears throat> I got had is what happened because he said he was a publisher and the editing would be done and there would be full marketing and all that. And really, all he did was take what I gave him and printed it. Mm-hmm. And so okay. there was typos and it was just. I'm was glad bad. that you mentioned that because um, if and. and I don't know if you have any, any time I had like us sitting in this podcast, we go and, you know, I'll check our reviews, I'll check our comments, but that's something, you know, we have to stay up on because we want to make sure that, you know, we're, I don't know, we just check it out. You just I don't like know fucking why. with your self-esteem <laughs> yeah. is what you like yeah. doing. He so, needs to make sure he's relevant, okay? That's right. Shit. Hashtag relevant. off the hook. <laughs> so, um... If you go on to your Amazon or something like that, there's reviews, book reviews. Yep. And I was and I was looking, and they're from a while back, so obviously not this release. Mm-mm. But um, and some of them mentioned typos and things. But now they're showing the cover of your new book mm-hmm. attached to those. Does that bother you? It bothers me a lot, and unfortunately, it's just a thing that Amazon does because there are so many reviews that were four stars and above, they can't remove it. It's considered a good release. Right on. Or whatever. So, it's So, sucked, positive it was, for it's a good release. Yeah, so, like, it was a crappy book, but it wasn't that crappy. And so, it's just, 
it shows is just a new edition, and you can if you scroll far enough, you can find the old stuff. My favorite group yeah. right there, new edition. And yeah. it went over her head. It yeah. didn't go over your no, head. Yeah. I like that so, you said that. So you just so then well, I just have to sort the comments from most recent to yeah. oldest so that I can get the right ones because I noticed that and it was kind of bothering me thinking hey, this is bullshit. This is not the same yeah. thing. But okay, that yeah, makes it, sense. It bugs me, but what, what can you do? Do you have to hire an editor? Or is that part of the publishing process? So if somebody says they're going to publish it, do they send it to an editor or do you? So that is a very complicated question. Then the short answer is yes, and the, the short answer is also no. Hmm. So you okay. can hire a, right. So you can hire an editor on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you've been drinking. I do this shit every <laughs> fucking week, man. Sometimes I fuck my own name. I was like, Keith. you know. So go ahead, you good. So you can hire an editor on your own. That's you can just find a freelance editor and they'll edit it, which I did at one point. And you, um, so publishing, short story. There's traditional publishing, and then there's Indie publishing, which is also considered um, hybrid pu- publishing. So traditional publishing, you send them the book, they get the copyright. You don't own anything. They do the whole thing, the marketing, the editing. The you blah, don't blah, own blah. anything? If you do a traditional publishing, yeah. You don't. You, don't you give up your rights. So they just give, give you a copyright. flat free? Yeah, they basically give you royalties. For okay. the for it. Hmm. Also, no money up front, just royalties off it. So yep. we're going to give you eight cents a book or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. That would okay. be traditional publishing. And then okay. there's the indie or the hybrid publishing, which is what I've done, where I front a portion of the publishing cost or whatever you want to call it. I consider paying it for the editor because then they send it to one of their in-house editors. And I worked with her for almost a year okay. to get the book polished and good. And then they took care of the marketing and the copyright. Or not the copyright, the um, copy print and getting all that put together but you so you can you can hire an editor outside of that or you can just work with what what your publisher house has the editing process though when i hear editing i think okay you need a comma here you need a period here Mm -hmm. this is a runoff is it is that editing or is it take this out take that out this is too much rewrite that yes so there's (laughs) (laughs) no shit so stressful huh? it is stressful so there's content editing which is the this paragraph is stupid what is your character doing here and what the fuck is that supposed to mean and you've used the wrong word several times that's content editing for content you do that a couple of times and then there's um i can't remember what it's called but it's basically maybe line editing i don't remember what it's called but that's when they look over the general flow make sure that you're you're not using too many because i have a bad habit of saying snorted is like my verb that i can't if i can't think of a better verb i just she snorted or he snorted right so they look, snorted like inhaling or snorted like laughing like laughing okay like that's one of my go-to verbs okay which is stupid but what it is um and so they look at that stuff like repetitive words flow ease mm-hmm. of read and then it goes to the copyright editing or the yeah copyright Copyright editing, which is like commas and parentheses and spelling and all that crap. That's got to be, again, with self-esteem, that's got to be a little hard on you because you think, when you're done with it, you think, hey, I got a finished product. This bitch is about yeah. to blow up. I yeah. just wrote fucking War and Peace. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> Suck my dick. I got yeah. this shit. And you send it out and they send it back with fucking red lines like your third grade teacher. Yeah. Hey, yep. and, and then at the top, they write, see me. And you're like, oh, shit. Remember yeah. you see this, see yeah. me? Like, fuck, man. Yep. He's, <laughs> He's still trying to walk out of class. He's like, hey, Keith, Keith. I said, see me, asshole. So, is it kind of like that where you're just like, fuck? Oh, yeah, it's hard. You definitely have a have to have a tough skin because, like, like one of my editor, I love her. She's a fantastic editor. She was also sassy and harsh mm-hmm. at times. So, like, there was one note, like I said, snorted is one of my go-to words that I when I can't think of anything else. And so, she had highlighted all the times I had said that in like a three-page 
block. Wow. Damn. And then, no, it gets better. And then at the end of it, she goes, if I took a shot, every time you snorted, I would be blitzed and dead. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, do it then, bitch. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> so then do you, because I imagine, I, you know, I write, I've written like a page long story, not story, just something, right? Mm. And then I look and I go, man, I sure use this word a lot. I wonder what uh, something else would be. So do you sit with a thesaurus there to find words? Or how the hell do you do that? Because in my mind, snorted is snorted. Mm-hmm. That, that's all you got. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. It, and it means a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but it's still snorted. What I mean, how, how do you do that? How do you come up with that many different changes of one word throughout an entire book? A thesaurus, for sure. And a good editor. Because, like, she, she would notice that I would have the same kind of, like, stylistic phrasing that I would do for things. And so she, she noticed that. And then she would, she would send, like, well, this is, a, this is an easy fix to this one. Or try rewording your fence word this way. Or, so if you have a good editor, they'll help you with that. But a lot of it is just at the source. Can she do that? Or does she have to have your approval to do that first? Or can she just go through and be like, listen, this is stupid. I'm just going to fix it. This is what it needs to be. I mean, she can. If she's not a bitch, she won't, though. It's just kind of like a polite thing that you you point out the changes but you withhold the like you can be the one that changes them you can tell her to fuck off it's my book Mm. but there were some like when we got to the copy editing stuff where she just is like okay i've done these changes make sure you approve of them and it's like commas and placements and stuff oh okay but context wise the general rule of thumb is you don't you just suggest because it's not your thing gotcha how many words are in your book words good lord um like hundred and Hundred twenty thousand. Hundred twenty thousand. So you, you. I was just we, about to. Ask, if she wouldn't have come up with that answer, I was just about to ask her if it was even her damn book. Yeah, no shit. That's the other question. <laughs> yeah. is, uh, whose name is on the fucking thing? I know it says Marcy Sledge, but yeah, that's just a pseudonym, right? Because you know, I would think you have a way with words. Writing a book with over a hundred thousand letters, yeah, words in it, and mm-hmm. your millions of letters. The fucking girl. Did you hear about the girl in Massachusetts that texted a dude and made him kill himself, mm-hmm. and now they're putting her in fucking. That has to be a way with fucking words. People are overlooking the the, the fact that she had... Now, obviously, this dude is suffering from mental illness sure, or something. Yeah. She took advantage of him. But for somebody to sit there and text somebody and just say, you know, kill yourself, and they do it. I don't know how she worded it. First of all, have you seen this fucking broad? She looks like the, <laughs> she looks like the evil baby from the fucking Simpsons. Have yeah, you seen her with those fucking eyebrows, eyebrows, man? Yeah. Holy shit. Talk about magic market. She looks like shit. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. For, I for, her, for her to do that... Is heinous? How you like that? See, I, I can do that. That's a big word. Look at well, it wasn't big, but it was something you weren't expecting because I saw your face when I said and it. And did you look at the way he did that? He had it prepared. He did. Oh, yeah. To tell you. He'd oh, yeah. been practicing gonna... that all I, I, I took day. a sip of water before I did it, right? Because I'm lit. <laughs> but anyhow, the, the fucked up shit she just did to him. You know, I, I, words, and, and wouldn't I have big on this, sticks and stones, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, words do, if you listen, if you have, like, same Wood writes a sentence, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you have, I don't know, fucking uh, uh, Thoreau write a sentence. That same, you know, based on the same thing. So we're both looking at a tree. Wood and Thoreau looking at a tree. Thoreau's is obviously going to be better because of the way he puts words together. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So I understand that concept. Mm-hmm. But do you think words now, today, are given too much power? I think it's I think it's a double-edged sword on that one. I think... Let's hear it. I think words are given too much power because sometimes, sometimes a word is just a word. Like, stop giving it extra meaning. It doesn't, not everything has to mean something deep and profound. But at the same time, I think people are way too blasé about their uses of things. Like, like the chick who convinced the guy to kill himself. Okay. 
words do have power and you have to recognize that, mm -hmm. but you don't also need to assign power to them when there isn't any. Well, she says that's, that's, that's very well put, actually. Thank you. So, so in, in, in our situation, you and I uh -huh. would, the words that we get, whether it be positive or negative, I mean, we don't let the highs get too high and the lows mm -hmm. get too low. We just had that conversation. But we don't let those words really get to us. So mm -hmm. when is a time when words can you give too much power? Does it depend on who it comes from? I think who it comes from and who... I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah. Like... Like fucking like the keyboard warriors, like the people who just who raise issues for the just for the sake of having the fight. Like uh -huh. we don't need to validate them by giving them a news article. Now you're giving their words powers, and we don't fucking need to do that. Just right. we do let that them rant and leave them alone. Mm -hmm. And and she said something earlier that's not common. Um, it, and she said because her editor sent it back, and it comes with all the red marks, the mm -hmm. lines, the little like paragraph you need here, this all that crap. And she said you got to have a thick skin a little bit. Mm -hmm. You can't say that. You can't even say that now. Right. You've got to have a thick skin. Well, Toughen up. Yeah, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden, that's a bad thing. Right. So uh, apparently words hurt a lot. Obviously, this guy, he, he had some issues. But um, I think you just got to take it for who it's coming from. An editor, you better have thick skin because mm -hmm. she's going to destroy your work. Right. Yep. You know, keyboard warrior, as you said, who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Move well, on. Yeah. Outside of words, talking about thick skin. So I'm trying to get on this health kick. Says the guy that's drinking half a bottle of E&J. <laughs> Other than that, I'm trying. No, seriously. I'm, I'm pounding the fucking water. I'm eating the vegetables and shit. Mm. Truth yeah. is, I tried to get in some fucking dress pants that weren't exactly agreeing with my body contour <laughs> yeah. at the present time. Can right? you believe so, they shrunk? So, oh, those motherfuckers are cleaners. You blame it on yeah. those assholes, right? So I'm trying to lean up. So I go to the fucking health food store. First of all, and we talked about this, mm -hmm. the amount of fat people that work at a health food store that's a different topic Man. for a different day. We'll bring that up. Yeah. I mean, so I'm 10,000 calories or 10,000 calories. I have questions for people, and I'm not going to ask you. I know. All right? You got the front ass working here. Give me give me some fit motherfuckers that look yeah. better than me. Anyway, I buy this. I love cereal. Mm -hmm. I love Frosted Flakes. Mm. I love Frosted Flakes. I love Apple Jacks. I love Frosted Flakes. Okay? So I go to yeah. the fucking store, and I'll eat some Raisin Bran every once in a while, and I get this healthy fucking cereal. Okay, now uh, you know we got the new doors in the house, and my girl's got this yeah. fucking see-through pantry because you know I'm living like fucking right. you know Montel, Montel Williams, right? We're fucking loaded, right? I'm fucking Todd Bridges over here, right? So we got all the fucking you know the, the cereal goes in this canister. Yeah. So I pull this fucking I'm trying to get this fucking cereal open. I'm trying to pull the liner out to pour it into this fucking container, which by the way is too much fucking work. No. Dude. Why do we have to take the cereal out the box? I, I, I should have asked that before we bought all the containers. Anyhow, so the cereal spills on the floor. Mm -hmm. I got two big-ass pit bulls. Oh, that's gone. No. See? This is where you're wrong. They come over and sniff the fucking cereal and lift it on the floor. It. I said, that shit must taste great. You know what I mean? I'm like, I got to eat this shit. My fucking dogs won't even eat it. Oh, my it's, gosh. It's, Yo, now, it's a good, I was tripping. That's a good indication of what you're putting into your body because yeah. I have that little tiny dog. You, you guys have seen that thing. Uh -huh. And he, he's the same way. If something drops on the floor, he doesn't touch it. I, I think twice about it. Mm, maybe yeah. I don't. He won't eat crackers mostly. but they, they taste like wood. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I feel you, buddy. Not that we I know what wood it. tastes like. I'm, I mean, uh, with the tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the fucking series like that, I ended up having to sweep it up. Because I can drop fucking, you know, Cracker Jacks down there. I can mm -hmm. drop Frosted Flakes down there. That shit's gone. The moment yeah. they, two of them, both of them came over and sniffed it because they were waiting for it to fall. The shit fell, and they just sniffed it and walked off. I was like, I got to eat this shit? Are you fucking kidding me, man? So have you tried it since is the question. Yeah, I've had it, and, you know, it, it makes me... It makes my mouth dry. Let's just oh, leave it at that, man. I, was good. I just thought maybe it made you poop. 
But um, <laughs> so have you, you know, where somewhere that I have never seen somebody overweight work and they shouldn't GNC. Have you ever, I don't know if you've gone into there much or Ed did. Have you ever seen anyone in there that, that was overweight to, even if they're not like tip top shape. Yeah, yeah. They're still, right. They were still, well, because they probably, that's probably how they eat uh-huh. is all that shit. All that shit in there. Yeah. They haven't been regulated by the FDA. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who they, knows what it's cut with. They may have another eye forming <laughs> on the side of the head, but they're not fat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, anyway, I, it made me think of that. That's one place that I've yet to see. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just haven't seen it. With this book, is there room for a, a sequel? Because everything's a sequel now. The, the money's not on the first one. The money's no. on the repeat. Right. The money's on, like, the fifth one out. Shit. Fifth one out. Okay. Are you currently writing your, your new book? Yes, I'm working on the second one with a plan to... It's going to be at least a trilogy, maybe more. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see how it arcs out. So what are, do you have a timeline on that, or you just... That's a plan. That's just a plan. Oh, so we could be six, seven years. Oh, God, I making. hope not. I, I would hate I hope to be not that. either. That would be a long sequel. One of my favorite like, authors takes forever to write books, and it kills me. So I, I would hope not to be that, that person. Is that that guy? Who, there's this guy that writes like these Kingsman books. I don't, I don't know. That's probably not the right title, but they're these huge fantasy books. And people George R. R. Martin. Yes, and people have been waiting for you guys are dorking out right now, man. <laughs> people have been waiting. <laughs> we lit up when she gave the fucking name. It's like, yeah. Listen, I mean, okay. it was wrong, but I helped him. Yeah. But people have been waiting forever for these sequels. And yeah, he kills me, and I. My opinion is he's doing it on purpose because he knows the longer it waits, the more they'll sell because the fucking show's ending and I have nothing else to go on. Yeah, jerks. That's my opinion. Yeah. See, I, I'm not completely naive. Okay, I am. All right, here we go. <laughs> There's a lady, and I forget which state she's in, and maybe you heard this. You know a lot about authors. You research authors other than just, you know, your Stephen Kings, your L. Ron Hubbards, and your, I don't know, who's the guy? Tom Clancy. Do you mm-hmm. read any of that shit, by the way? Uh, some of them. All right. There's a lady. I don't know where she is, but she writes... Erotica about Bigfoot. Have what? you heard her? Yeah. All right, there we go. I forget who she is, yeah, but she, she's been writing it for like 10 years. Like these women going to the woods and Bigfoot abducts them and fucks them and then drops them back. As he what was. the fuck's wrong? Yeah, wait. But what's, you know. I mean, but, I've, I've But they're selling. Some, she's a fucking millionaire off this shit. I believe it. I've read some weird shit online, and but Bigfoot's a new one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Big, big, Bigfoot is just, I guess, taking people out the woods and. and, and Laying it down. Maybe that's why we can't find him. We got to keep him secret so that, you know. <laughs> Bigfoot is magic, Mike. We should be looking for him over there. I've, I've been thinking, you know, as much as people look for this, uh, you've. why in the hell haven't they found him yet? Like, why haven't they, like, waltzed? And, and okay, there's probably more than one, in my opinion. If okay. Bigfoot's out there, there's more than one. Do you believe in him? I'm open to the possibility of a creature existing that might be considered a Bigfoot. Okay. <clears throat> and so why then have some, has someone not waltzed in with them or like taken an actual picture with them somewhere? You Apparently know, he's too busy from... fucking lost women <laughs> hikers, okay? He doesn't have time to take pictures. Instead... Probably somewhere drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of with the Jack's Links guys everywhere, <laughs> there, uh, he's out there. That's what I figured he was doing. But um, is it, uh, let's see, I, I'm just trying to, guys, sorry, I'm doing this on the fly, I'm trying to look, uh, Virginia Wade? Okay, great. Is she the one talking about, yeah. the same, uh, I write stories about Bigfoot getting laid? It's called, Come for Bigfoot. C-U-M? C-U-M. That's her. That's, that's her. Volume one, books one through five. 
<laughs> she's got, and she's getting paid off this shit, man. Wow. I mean, good for her. Yeah. If you got a niche. But what bothers me is all the people we walk by every day yeah. who are reading books about fucking Bigfoot. That, yeah, yeah. Not fucking Bigfoot. Fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. That is so true. You got the heroine. So would you be considered a, a feminist? Because you've wrote the same story about a male. Why'd you pick a female? Just because, oh. Because like, you're am, a girl? I am a girl and I understand them. <laughs> All right. But and, and uh, there's no um, holocron romance art to this. It's just straight up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not using sex to sell like the Bigfoot no. broad. All right. All right. Um, it, does she kill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, she, what what so weapon does she use? Yeah, she can't just be this meek mm-hmm. little thing running around. Like. Yeah, no. She So she slits a dude's throat in like the first five pages. So spoiler. Um that's a, I don't know that's a spoiler. That kind of gives me something to look forward to after that. Because the, the picture. Cut this motherfucker's throat. The picture, the t- I don't, we didn't bring one of the books in here with us, but uh, she's holding a knife, right? Yep. Right. In mm-hmm. the hand. So, I mean, she's got to be tough. You're wielding a knife. Mm-hmm. Either that or she's uh, Latina, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was terribly insensitive, but still funny. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So, yes, she uses knives. That's her favorite, like, long long knives are kind of what she likes. But, um, so she kills, like, in the first book in the beginning, and then she tries really hard not to because her whole point is that she's trying to escape from that kind of life. So that was, like, a knee-jerk reaction to a situation she finds herself in. Yeah. And then throughout the book, she tries really hard n- not to do that again, and it kind of bites her in the ass a couple of times. And then, like, the further you go, the more about her past that you learn, and you learn that she she really had, like, she's killed a couple of people and... It bothers her, but uh, okay. but not I, really. I, I don't. Do, I read a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't do fantasy. So help me out. If somebody was going to play your heroine, who mm-hmm. would it be? So I can oh, just yeah. picture who's slicing whose neck. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause that that thought for a second because okay. I I've read some books and then I've gone to see them in the theaters. Mm-hmm. I when I read a book, I like to create my own vision of who they are, what they look like. Beauty of reading a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, going in, for example, the shitty ass Harry Potter movies. They're wow. terrible. Now, like, terrible. we don't have enough bad emails to fucking deal with. <laughs> yeah. You got these motherfuckers that grew up on Harry Potter. Right. Now, all of a sudden, they're gangsters, right? right? They're going to fucking right. ride into us. You realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, you Zach, are you one of them, you I'm, motherfucker? I'm ready for it because, okay, the movies, I, and in my defense, I have not read the books. What? You can't be. No, no, I'm going I'm going strictly off the movies. So, um, I because. I didn't want to read the books because there was too much hype behind them. Anyway, that's my own personal issues, okay? I know I've got them. Um, I've shared them plenty on this thing. Anyway, so I go and I see Harry Potter, terrible shows, and and that's what Harry Potter looks like. So anytime I read the book now, i got to think of that guy as Harry Potter. It's ruined him for me. I agree so, with that. I don't... Anyway, continue, but choose your worst wisely. <laughs> so Fucking like... 300 over <laughs> So like I have a like I have a vague vision in my head of what she looks like, but like like you were saying, part of the beauty of reading books is making the character who you want it to be, whether mm-hmm. that be you or who you wish you were or fair who. enough. So I mean that's why her age is like there's a vague idea of what her age is, and like I describe her a couple of times that she's got like like mousy brown hair and she doesn't stick out and she's young but she's got lines on her face because the world hasn't been kind to her sure. and that's like about it. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. like, I want you to be able to identify to who she is so and how you want her to mind. be. Mm-hmm. So if they came to you and, and were like, oh, what's the, the, from the, 
Oh, that one trilogy of the heroine girl, the, and she's in the X-Men now. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, um, the Hunger Games. Yes, yeah. that girl, right? They, they, so she did not look like what I had envisioned in my mind. I read the books, then I mm-hmm. saw the movie. Still okay, because she's easy on my eyes. You read the Hunger Games? I did. I yeah. for kids. But he won't read Harry Potter. Oh, screw Harry Potter. <laughs> I also read uh, Divergent, too, which is a really good... Really? I, I enjoyed that. I haven't read the, that one. Yeah, yeah, here we go again. Catch up, bro. <laughs> I read Mitch album. Actually, you know what my favorite book of all time is, and this was right. We're talking all book is of mice and men. I mm. love that John shit Steinbeck. Book. I Mm-mm. love that. You book. You don't like that book? I don't like John Steinbeck. Why? I I think he's overrated. Oh, but that book I loved it. And then they put the movie out years later. I think I've done a couple of versions. Gary of Sinise it. and some big fuck. I yeah. forget. But he's... and I love the the. I felt like the those characters portrayed who I thought in my mind they were, and it mm. worked. It worked good. To Kill a Mockingbird. I love the book, and the movie was, like, on point for me. Okay, and, and I agree with you there, but go back to John Steinbeck. What is it about him you don't like? How is he overrated? I just don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I just, because I was too young when I read him, and so I didn't value his, why mm-hmm. he's a classical red thing. But I, I don't like him. Hmm. I just. You don't think Of Mice and Men is a good book? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that's my own. That's my unpopular opinion. That's okay. I can appreciate that. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I mean, it's a great moral story that it tells. Don't get me wrong. I just well, just like and it. just to go the other, the other, my other, my second, my number two is uh, Ender's Game. So yes. that's where we're at. That Ender's Game is amazing. These are two like two separate ends of the spectrum here. See, I read a lot of biographies, autobiographies. Mm. Yeah. I, I, a book that sticks out in my mind right now. I got two, and I'm sure you guys never heard of it because you guys aren't going to be in that realm. <laughs> you might be wood. I think he just called us dumb. No, no, I, no, no, no. He's no, not going. I know dumb. exactly the direction I, I, he's going. It makes me want to holler. Nate McCall. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the autobiography of Malcolm X. You guys yeah, read yeah. that. Did you have, you? have you read that? I have not read you that. You have not no. read that? Mm-mm. And there's a book called Man Child in the Promised Land by Ralph Ellison. I've heard of that. I've those, never those, read that. I know those are some of my favorite books right there. Yeah. And matter of fact, um, makes me want to holler. I'll read about every f- three to four years and... Um, um, Man Child in the Promised Land. I told myself I was going to read every ten years, but I lost my fucking copy and I haven't gone to find another one. <laughs> I, but you could probably find that really easy. Yeah, now. I'm sure I could. So my and my thing is, is I appreciate those books and mm-hmm. that, but I live reality every day, right? So when I read, and and I have the same kind of feeling when I go to the movies, like I want to see something exciting, explosive, ridiculous. Because I live normal every day. Sure. Even scary, I can live scary sure. anytime I want. So I want something. Adventurous, exciting, that doesn't make any sense. See, it, Scary for uh, Wood is taking all his kids to Walmart and losing two of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a blessing. That's, what's scary to me is walking into a restaurant with all of them uh-huh. and getting a bill. <laughs> That's scary. That's a that's a mortgage payment. (laughs) Hopefully, I lost two of them. They're finding a way home all the time. I had a dream the other night. Get this. I had a dream the other night. My dog. We went somewhere. My dog and my daughter got lost and didn't show up. Okay. And instead of looking for them, we just drove home. (laughs) And it took them two years to find their way home. Two years later, my daughter rolls up, and the dog rolls up. I'm like, "Oh shit, you found your way home." My daughter's like, "Yeah. If it wasn't for the dog, blah blah, I wouldn't have found my way home." And I'm like, "Oh shit, that's awesome." So like homeward bound. And she still she still got the same fucking clothes on, right? And then she's small now. 
I had this dream just like three nights ago. I said, yo, that'd be a good book, but no, that's a fucked up parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. That's basically what that is. And what what can, what does it say about your daughter if she has to wait for the dog Dude, to find get away? No, we were like nine states away. You know what I mean? Even and, still, and, why yeah. is what she does can't, can't Google it? She can't just pick up a phone. And what I'm imagining and, is what of your dream, the dog was the hero. <laughs> and what I imagine is one of your gigantic pits uh-huh. just lumbering down. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it only took him two years because that's as fast as he could walk. It was five blocks away. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, real quick, we're going to take a pause because I'm going to enlighten you with my uh, dry, um, what do we call it, advertising. So stand by a sec, guys. Buy it. Let me ask you this then. So here you are, you, you write books, you come up with inspiration. Do you walk around throughout the day like a photographer or somebody who writes songs? Do you come up with inspirations? Do you look at situations with, oh, that could be a book? Or you, I don't know, you, like your mom. Everybody always talks about, oh, my mom's this, my mom's that, or your aunt or your uncle. Do you think you could write a book about most things that you encounter? Is everything inspiration for you? I don't know if I could make a book out of everything, but I could write a thing, uh-huh. probably. So you find entertainment out of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So are, and, and to go along with that, are the names that you give your characters names of people that you Ooh, nice. know or have met, nice. or are they names you just created? They're, they're names that I found on uh, namegenerator.com. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Because in my mind, like when I'm mentally thinking of who I would name a character, this or that, I, I make it up. Or, mm. But often I feel like like Olin, <laughs> th- that name is already there, and I've probably heard it somewhere, right? I was right? 10, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was 10. I was creative as hell in my world. I know you were, Kevin, anyway. I digress. <laughs> I mean, like, some of the names, like, so there's one character, his name is Archibald, and that's because I went to the Archie's restaurant in Gardner Village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, some of them have inspiration and things, but a lot of them are... See, when you said Archie, I was thinking the the old newspaper comics. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. But either way, it I mean, works. sure, we can go with that. <laughs> do, do you have to watch, do you watch the news a lot to find out? I mean, just, like, for storylines, plot lines, you have to be well-informed to have plot lines, even though you're writing for people that, you know, 500 years ago, you have to have... I would think you mm-hmm. have to have plot lines. So do you watch news? Do you watch things to find inspiration, things to talk about in terms of writing? Even if, you know, yeah, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say? We help do. me out here. <laughs> I'm going to make you work for <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you've got to be informed just about life in general because you can't write something. And if you don't, if you don't know how life works, you're not going to be able to write a story with life. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So like I've got a king and there's a bunch of political stuff that's going on in the book and that's that's one of the main subplots is that there's a coup that she's trying to help prevent uh-huh. so the king's a good guy or a bad guy good guy all right and so i mean if you don't understand the political machinations behind a coup and how a coup d'etat would work and how you would have to vie for political assistance from one person and have that not offend another person and you, you have to know how those things work and you have to and news a lot of that with just watching how politics and world work can help inform that. When you said not offending, Wood and I both just kind of glazed over because yeah. like yeah, um, that's <laughs> not in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Nope. Hey, so, <laughs> so I don't mean offending like just personally offending. About thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that kind of offending, but like how 
Like World War II. Half of World War II was because one treaty offended another person because it contradicted their own alignments. That kind of offending. That's how I meant. Not mm. not a personal offense. Speaking of offense, what do you think about those broads? <laughs> I like that word for some reason. It just sounds from nineteen fifty. Do you like the word broads or the broads? Broads. <laughs> those girls that went and defected from fucking ISIS from Alabama and yeah. fucking I don't know Jersey. They went over there and they've been in ISIS yep. getting fucked, having kids and shit. Now they want to come back. Oh yeah. What do you think about them? And and, uh, and forty five said, "Look, you like ISIS? Deal with ISIS. Stay there." <laughs> yeah. Which I agree with. So do I. Sounds like yeah. they made their bed. I like where your head's at. Yeah. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Sorry, no buyer's remorse there, because you've done a lot of messed up <laughs> things. Okay. And and the thing about it too is these motherfuckers are talking about and motherfuckers. I mean, some Americans. These motherfuckers are talking about let them back in. That's how you let infection into yep. your society. Yeah. You understand? Why? Who knows what they know? Who knows what's real and what's fake? Well, and mm-hmm. who knows if they're actually defecting or if they're just sleeper agents right. because they've never used women and children before. There you That's go. true. Yeah, yeah. right, right. And I'd then s- how many other people do they... Because everybody loves, everybody loves a traumatic story. Everyone loves a sob story. All they got to do is talk to their, I don't know... 15,000 followers on Instagram. So, because what they'll do is they'll go on Instagram, they'll show pictures of their ass in a bikini, they'll get all these followers, and they'll start talking about ISIS and how it's wonderful. Before you know it, now we've let all these quote unquote defectors in, and now you've got a problem. Yeah, a large problem. And Mm -hmm. then you got somebody saying, hashtag, I don't know, Alabama, hashtag, (laughs) you know, fucking Mississippi State. Yeah, right? Oh, hey, we talked about. I can't remember if we talked about it on, and this is going completely different direction, but we talked about um, a show on Netflix, A Black Mirror. Yeah. Did we, did we talk about uh-huh. it on a show or outside? I can't remember. Either way. We talked about it. Leave ha- it there. I don't know where it was. <laughs> have you have you seen the the episode where it's uh, the hashtag death too? Mm-mm. One? Okay, then I'm not going to ruin it. It it's all goes along the same lines, but anyway. Okay, some of that shit is pretty good. Yeah. Man. How come every time, and you seem like, oh, again, you're with the heroin, you're a girl, you do your thing. How come every fucking time there's a self-defense class specifically for women that beating up some guy? Like, no girl is ever going to get in a... I've seen plenty of girls fighting clubs. <laughs> yeah, I've seen free true. titties. I've seen panties. Yeah. Well, excuse me. Lack of panties on skirts. <laughs> I've seen ripped pants. I've seen girls fight girls. Yeah, it happens. So how it come happens. on a self-defense fucking magazine... There's never a girl in a bar telling another girl, hey, bitch, I'll take my earrings out. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then that's how you take the self-defense. There's always some fucking guy with a knife, and he's holding a knife, like, you know, way over here, and the girl's got an elbow to his fucking throat and shit. Why, why a guy? See, we got to... Nat, you don't, you don't, you're not here all the time. The sentence Guys, is gonna come. We, we, have, to, we have to stand up for ourselves. On that one, wasn't he? We have to stand up for ourselves. You know what I mean? We just, we're always the aggressive. No, there's guys out there that do fucked up shit. All right. I, I think they base there it. Is. I but there's think girls they base that do fucked off, up shit. Oh yeah, and I think they base it off statistics because I think when it's a girl on girl fight, totally different thing. That's like we're gonna be we're gonna be ripping out weaves. Yo, we're gonna be scratching you faces. Can go on Pornhub. You can go on fucking. You, you can there's see girls be fight oil all and the dollar time. Bills. Yeah, right. And what do guys? Everybody got their fucking phones out yep. now. You got little yep. cheek, little this, little that. I, I'm just saying, make it realistic. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Give up, so then, so then they should do this. They should have the one scenario of her walking to her car, getting assaulted like they do okay. by a guy, and mm-hmm. then they have another scenario where she's at the club. Yeah, and, and she's, she's talking fight. to her man. Yeah, bitch, don't be talking to my man. And then all of a sudden, you know, the girl goes and she goes to scratch fight, like you know, yeah. and, and then she's fucking, you know, George yeah, Foreman she, and shit. She, square, right? she squares <laughs> up right and starts throwing the shots. I just don't think about. Are, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you a feminist? I, I may have asked you this early, or are you just? I mean, are all the people in your book that are guys, 
bad guys except for the king. No. All right. Mm. Good. No. I was like, so I'm a feminist in a way that I think there should be equal, like, equality. And change the, your own tire? Yeah, change your own fucking tire. My man. And I like, love who that was earlier. But, like, I mean... <laughs> There's nothing wrong with acknowledging that men have more upper body strength and women have more lower body strength. That doesn't, like, not everything is going to be equal all the fucking time, but acknowledge that the things that you can make equal, you should, but the ones that you can't, you fucking deal with and move on. Nice. Hmm. Deal with it and move on. Nice. Deal with it and move on. Right. And she also said, have a thick skin. I, I like this gal here. Yeah. She, she, she yeah. Um, um, Google would you in your fucking uh, Google Google fry me some eggs? Yeah, Whatever right. the fuck you're out there saying. They just found out that these motherfuckers put speakers in and didn't tell nobody, so they're recording shit all the time. I'm worried that that's a surprise for you. Oh, okay, no, it's not. A, I, I, I'm yo, you're talking to Mr. Conspiracy yeah. Theorist right here. Yeah, this Go guy doesn't. He doesn't believe anything. I, yo, everything has an alter. Everything has a fucking a mirror image. That's not a mirror image. It's it's the opposite <laughs> image. I believe in Roswell. Uh huh. I, I believe Roswell. Oh, yeah. Area 51. I, if I see anything on JFK, Area 51, <laughs> I will watch it. I'll, I'll be late for work watching that shit, okay? I, I love that shit, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the fucking Grassy Knoll is... I, I should have named one of my dogs Grassy Knoll <laughs> <laughs> because I'm on that shit. So you're speaking the right guy about conspiracy theories, man. Oh, good. Okay. All right? So Google and all that shit, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. You, you let, it, it's a fucking spy. So let me tell you... Sitting in your fucking corner. Let me tell you a story real quick here. So I was sitting... So I have... I have the those speaker systems, and I holler it out to, hey, Google, mm-hmm. and it paused. It does its thing. It waits for me, and I talk to it. And I asked it something I can't remember. Maybe, I think it was, hey, where's the nearest whatever? <clears throat> Long pause. Nothing. Because it's talking to somebody else. No, no, well, okay. <laughs> but I wait. And before I know it, it kicks back mm-hmm. with my voice. <sighs> And right then, that that thing, that recorded me. It, now I understand it has to, to a degree, record you to process it to get you an answer. And uh huh. But it's done that, so uh-huh. I knew there. If you didn't know that that recorded you and kept it, then you're an idiot. Plus, I can go on this fancy little phone I have here in front of me, and I can go into a history and look at anything that's been saved. Have so, you watched Snowden? No. You watch yes. But if you don't know that you've Look got stuff. His shit. But <laughs> if you don't know that you have stuff recorded, then just quit using it. Uh, you should know. That. I, the, I, I was going back a while ago. There's text messages that I found because I voice text a lot uh-huh. that they've, it's kept. Just, not the voice recording, but the, like the, the text. digital, the text part of it. And I, and I was like, I better delete that for someone finds it because if I, I can, want to go I can ahead, kill this bitch. No, don't record that. If I, if I ever want to get ahead in my life, I need to delete some shit. But then it's like, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We throw all of our lives into this technology, man. And they made it that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once these fuck, once you started being able to touch the fucking screen, it was over. So now, are you? For lack of a better term, because E and J is talking to me. <laughs> I wonder if that stands for Ernest and Julio Gallio. Remember the wine that used to come in a box? Yeah, do, do you remember that shit? Do you remember the wine? We serve no wine before it's time. But I wonder if that's what that stands for. I don't know. Um, are you going to be just somebody who writes in that era? Will you be able to do a biography? Could you do something on Me and Woods podcast life, maybe, and publish that? That, that, Just you, you want reality? Because yeah. that'd be pretty boring. Behind the sticker. Behind the sticker. <laughs> Keith and Wood, behind, behind the sticker. Yeah. Behind the sticker. I hold the ice cream and it'd be both of us looking at an ice cream cone like that one dude <laughs> yeah. said. I mean, sure, yeah, why not? 
I mean, I like to write. Fantasy is my comfort zone, and mm-hmm. I just because I've been trying to get this going for so long, I've written in this time era for mm-hmm. so much. But I mean, I have a bunch of unfinished stuff that. Do you feel like um, I know if I if I belabor something to a point where I I, I get to a point where I'm like I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to. I want to deal with it or whatever the case is. Yeah. Right. So, um, did you ever or do you feel that way with this book? Do you feel that you you were like okay, publish the damn thing because I'm tired of rereading. I'm tired yep. of rewording. I just want it published and distance, done. And distance yeah. distance from it. Yeah. Not that you dislike it. You just don't want kind it. Of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. But the sixth time she sent this thing back to me and she's like, okay, give it a full read through. I was like, no, bitch, just fucking publish it. Like, I'm done reading this thing. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what happens. Put it out there and I'll take my yeah. lumps. I, I, I can tell you what happened in the beginning and what happened at the end. <laughs> after she publishes it, she's, oh, after she edits it, she expects you to reread it? I mean, if you're good, if you're good at your editing, yeah, you will reread everything. The entire thing, or mm-hmm. just the parts you edit. If you're a good person, you'll read everything. Oh my word! How many times have you read your own book? Oh my god, so many times. <sighs> that's like, what, that's how, what you're talking about. Okay, so the, I mean, so the book like, you it's, brought. It's good that you reread it, but. But it, it makes yeah. It, it's it makes bad it though because like I'm I'm such a speed reader anyway. So like I I would I, never guess that because you're talking so fast sometimes. I'm waiting for your tongue to spontaneously self combust. Man, I'm, I'm I'm trying so hard to talk slow for you. Are you? When you were talking to us earlier, when we were doing the pre thing, yeah. she was fine. I'm looking at her going, her tongue's gonna crack and fly out of her mouth one day. <laughs> and I think today's yeah. the day. Yeah. But I so I'm a speed reader, and I'm, when you speed read, you don't actually read the whole word or even most of the sentence half the time. And so just by nature, I speed read. So for me to like read, read the damn thing six different times and then actually read everything I'm actually reading over. Like I, I will read things, miss it, completely miss it. I'll hand it to Adrian, my fiance, and she'll read it and be like, you totally spelled like eight of these words wrong. And I'm like, I fucking didn't even see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like part of it is I just can't, like, you miss things. So it's hard to be objective, huh? Yeah. So that book you brought, how, uh, uh, how many exact pages is? I didn't flip to the back and look at the number. Uh... I think it's like 286, so 287, you, so something. You, how long does it take you to get through? Now, now this is different. This is not you speed ring. You have to check her mm. work that she checked on you. So you have to read through 287 pages. How long does that take you? It takes me about three or four days to like just to actually go through by line and read it and make sure that everything's where it's supposed to be. Three or four days? Yeah. That take me three or four weeks. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, we, I don't, I don't, I don't have a life when I do this. So <laughs> I, I don't know how you could at that point. Yeah. Going through that many times. Do you enjoy it overall though? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself through this if I didn't right. because it's brutal. It's brutal, especially when you're trying to send out the, um, the pitch letters to get published. Because you have to pitch it to someone. They don't come to you. You got to go out there and drink a bunch of people off? Yes. Hey, you like my book? I and then for them to say, oh, it's not right for the market, or it didn't, because you only send them like, I don't know, five, five, ten, fifteen pages if you're really lucky. Because you're worried about plagiarism, aren't you? No, that's just all they want. They just don't oh. fucking, they don't give, they don't read that shit. Okay. And so you have to have like basically a resume that's your pitch that uh-huh. explains why they should even bother reading your actual pages they send you. Half the time they don't. If you're lucky, they will. And so you... And then you have to craft each one of those to the publishing company and why it fits with that company instead of this company. And then for them just to email back and say, eh, I wasn't intrigued enough to continue. Or this is a subjective market, but don't. That shit's got to hurt. Yeah, years of that shit. Yeah. And then I still yeah. did it. So you gotta, you have to like it at some point and you have to recognize why you're doing it. Because if you're doing it to get rich, unless you're J.K. Rowling, good luck, ladies. 
So you have to figure out why you're doing it for yourself. You say years. So how long ago did you finish your book before it got published? Um, the first time I finished it was um, maybe five years ago. Okay. Published it, realized shit was sideways and I shouldn't have done what I did. So I pulled it and then it's been another probably two years trying to find this publisher and then another year and a half getting it edited with this publisher and so published again. three and a half years from the time you said fuck this publisher to, to now. I wouldn't think that'd be too bad. It's not. I mean, in all realistic, that's pretty good. Okay. But yeah. I'm not a patient person, so it but, killed me. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it this way, though. If I get a story and I want to tell you, what do I do? I pick up the phone. I call you. I tell you my story. I want, I, I want to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. And then if it's good enough, I'm going to go tell the next you know, couple friends that I have or don't have, maybe some family. Hell, even the... A, a group of my children that are sitting around. I may tell them the story, right? But I tell them the story now because I want them to know now. To sit through for six years to try and get that story just right, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that that's dedication because I, I I can't do it. I would think too. After doing that, you know, you'd say, "All right, you send the five pages out to somebody. Like, okay, these are my five money shots right here. Mm-hmm. All right, these mm-hmm. are the ones everybody's gonna be like, yo, that was fucking hot.' And then they say, oh, I didn't have enough to keep reading.' You're like, that's that's that's, that's my best shit. I got. That's what what right. So then you got to go back in your head. You're gonna rewrite this, rewrite that, but mm-hmm. you. Because you're fucking 10 years old. You probably don't know who Luther Vandross is. You know, but they told Luther he couldn't sing. Mm-hmm. You know, and he kept going and doing his thing, and he's one of the best singers of all time. So it's subjective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once you understand that, I would think it'd be better off for you. Yeah. It's just not for them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find the person it's for. So who ended up publishing your book? The So I have, um, so the full publishing company is called Widow Publishing, mm-hmm. and I'm part of the imprint called E.L. Marker. So Who called what? E.L. Marker. Okay. Because widow mostly does uh, does um does this mostly does uh, memoirs and uh, women's lit, but E L Marker is the one where it's the hybrid publishing and they take a, a variety of things mm-hmm. and so I fit into their that imprint better. I'm telling you, you should come up with a what is it called a pseudonym mm-hmm. and, and write under something else. And again, do the <laughs> so what you're saying story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get us paid. <laughs> We got a year and a half We're of material. <laughs> you come up with all, all those two. Suits, yeah. All of, we got a lot of sub characters. We throw <laughs> Snaggles in there. Yeah. We throw Zach and Anthony, throw Debbie 24, who sent something. Yeah, never mind. Anyhow, <laughs> I, you, um, what, what, what's, the, what's the future hold for you in terms of your direction? So you got to wait for, is it money that's going to get you a second? No. Uh, a second book or just vibe what you feel? I mean, just time, really. I just, I just, because the book, the second book was mostly written. Mm-hmm. And then I did so much editing on the first one with this publisher that I have to almost rewrite the second book again. Okay. So I have about 300 pages that I have to, again, read through and re edit because I've changed so much of the plot. So, I mean, mostly it's motivation <laughs> to get, and then just finishing that one and then getting it sent back to them. Do you have a writing spot? Do you write outside? Do you write inside? Do you tell your girl, hey, look, why don't you go visit your mother for a while? I got some things to do. <laughs> what, what's the zone you get in? My boy Prince, which I think is one of the greatest writers yep. of all time, he would sequester himself. Mm-hmm. All right? So it, does it take that for you? No. I Well, hmm, kind of. So like I, I, we have a room in my in our townhouse that's, I call it the office, but it's mm-hmm. the library. It has all of our books. has a little, like, armchair and my desk, and I just sit there and write, and I usually will listen to music. But You type or you actually write? I I will usually type, but I if I'm 
if I don't know what I'm doing, I'll write because when I type it into the computer, I can type so fast. I can usually edit through it at the mm-hmm. same time. Is is there? And I know I'm throwing a lot of questions at you right now, but I I just have to like my my sister in law. She talks a fucking lot. And I call it, I call it a talking coma. Sometimes she'll be talking to you, and all of a sudden you see her go, <laughs> and, you know, and she's talking. I don't even know what she's saying. So you like get in a trance when you write, when you're like grooving, mm-hmm. or, or so you do. And, and your people know, hey, leave her alone right now. She's she's in a groove. She's she's mesmerized, hypnotized. Yeah, I mean, if I'm like really going, usually she'll just kind of poke her head and be like, you you coming out? Like, no, I'm writing. I'm fine. And mm-hmm. I'll just keep going. But Are you like alive that. in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that, man. Because I'll work in no play, made Jack a dull boy. Yeah. I, <laughs> are you, are you world, <laughs> has your books been shipped everywhere across the globe? Um, they're available everywhere. You mm-hmm. just have to, they're, so they're available online on Amazon. So any, any country that has access to Amazon, ta-da. Amazon's a big platform. Yeah. yeah. Do you check it all the time? Do you do that to yourself? I do do that to myself and I shouldn't. Yeah. Because it's bad. <laughs> You're, but, you're you're waiting. You're checking reviews. You're checking mm-hmm. sales. You're checking comments. You're yeah. checking all of that. Where they can, do you have access to see where they're being? Because can, you can download a digital copy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so can you see where they're being shipped and downloaded to? If it's on Amazon, I can. They have um, an author platform where you can log in and you can track that kind of stuff with oh. a sort of accurate level. But if, if anything through, like, my actual publisher, if it's bought directly through them or through Barnes & Noble, then I, I have no idea how to track that crap. That's other than just asking my publisher, hey, how mm-hmm. many people buy my book this week? <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I, I got to think because we're snobs that way. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like we, we just got hit up from Amsterdam, right, this last week. Yep. Like somebody gave us a shout-out from Amsterdam. And for, for us, it's like... Hell yeah, it's Amsterdam. Yeah, you know? that's our type of town because it's weed and <laughs> prostitution is legal. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, whatever you want. I'm, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, why didn't these dudes send me a picture of a display case of a brothel? Because I'd look. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, oh, so, okay, this is going off of the topic of authors and writing books and everything else, but you brought up prostitution. And we have discussed many times on this podcast that we think that if you've got two consenting parties... Why not? Why not make it legal? Okay. And then there's your boy. Mm-hmm. New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So is he, invo- is he, I mean, now if you're just getting happy ending and you're paying for it and it's, uh, yeah. I don't know why you just would pay for somebody to jerk you off anyhow. I don't right, know. If yeah. I'm paying money, we're going yeah. to town. You're going to know right. I've been there, okay? That's right. You're not just going to wash your hands, all right? right. You might want to go sit down, all right? Because I'm earning this just a little bit. But right. my, my thing is this. If Mick Jagger, who's probably close to the same age as Rob Kraft, right. can get a right. 27-year-old pregnant and has, still have fucking kids just off being Mick Jagger, you can't tell me Bob Kraft can't go to some fucking club. Go, go, to, the club, who's, go to the club with Gronk. Yeah. You can't get, get some yeah. residual, residual pussy from hanging out with Gronk. Well, you, I, you're doing things wrong. Right, but I I think it's a lot like uh, Tiger Woods. Okay. Because Tiger Woods could anybody, right? So what does he do? He goes and gets himself... Sizzler waitress. <laughs> right. You know? I, yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> anyway, and then his game goes to shit, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Like, it, it, it tanks and... Every, I don't think it's about that you can. I think it's about just... Knowing that, like, you have that power to be able to do whatever the hell you want. Well, anybody has twenty dollars in their pocket to get a happy ending. That's not <laughs> that's not specific to well, Bob Kraft. But it's mm-hmm. also exciting, like, it, because we haven't made it legal. Yeah, a it's hand exciting. job is not exciting. 
after the age of 17. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody says, okay? I remember being 14 going, will you just touch it? Listen, if you're that age. My balls get real hard and they hurt all day. Remember that shit you used to drop on people? My, ball, my balls, they'll, they'll crack and maybe I'll never be able to have kids. They're going to explode. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called blue balls. Look it up. <laughs> or look, look at them. Look it up on the Cyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> so, but... But at his age, though, I think he's going to take that because I don't know if it's going the long, like it, there's effort into the, to a hand job there. <laughs> so she's got to keep that going. But everything else is just going to lay there, and then he's got to use his own. Yeah, I I think he was better off with the hand job. Yeah, and now we go on tangents sometimes. <laughs> and right now we're talking about Bob Kraft football. You don't do sports. He's owner of the Patriots. He's got a leathery old ass penis. He's probably what seventy eight. Yeah, yeah. So his penis old. is probably like a piece of fucking. Twizzlers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the same texture. <laughs> and he's uh, and he's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. So he's seen some things, man. Oh shit. I can't <laughs> believe you brought that up and tried to dog me out right now, man. <laughs> That's your team. I yeah. just gotta I gotta throw uh, it out there. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I, I, I've asked you this and what my my ultimate question is inspiration. All right. So you got Rose mm-hmm. Turwin. Mm-hmm. Who is she? Is that somebody you met one time in your life? Is she only? Does she only live in your mind? Is she your alter ego? You know what I'm. What I'm trying to see is mm-hmm. like as you sit here with these two fucking morons, both of us bald headed, both of us one more <laughs> stupid than the other, right? <laughs> At least he's the technical guy, right? One more stupid than the other. All right. So, d- is that inspiration? Could you? Are we jesters in your next book? Is sure what I'm asking. Up. Sure, why not? <laughs> so Keith and Wood, they show up and all of a sudden it's come up relief. Oh, Keith and Wood are here. I can't see what they do. What they did, right? No, but. My, my, and and you, you, I talked to you about it earlier, but mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like you answered it. At least you didn't answer it four drinks ago. <laughs> Maybe you did. Where's your inspiration? Like, all that. Like, is everything. Are you constantly analyzing shit? Are you like fucking the T1000 in Terminator? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Are, you, like, are you constantly analyzing things and people and situations? Mm-hmm. And do you keep a notebook? Do you keep a pad? Are you writing shit down? I, I'll sometimes write it down, but mostly I just. I daydream a lot, so I just run through different scenarios and different situations. But Rose, so here's here's an answer for you. The inspiration behind Rose is she is based a lot on the flaws that I have that I don't like that I have. My own character flaws that I wish I did not have. Okay, if you're going to bring that up, we got to talk. What, what are they? I, you can say, no, I don't want to talk about no, that. No, like I, I'm brash and I'm... I sometimes jump too quickly to things. Huh, sound like you should be on the show. Keep going. <laughs> right? Um, you should be a host, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a tendency to be a bit selfish. I think that's something I've fixed in my years since I started creating Rose, but there's definitely some selfishness behind there. So is, uh, I'm sorry, before you, you go, because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. So you said you were a bit brash and a bit selfish. Mm-hmm. So is she the opposite or is she similar? No, she is. So she she very much is... So when she's I, a lot of your personality she's traits. A, she's a lot of she's a lot of the personality traits that I have, and okay. and also the ones that I wish I had. So like if okay, like if I could fix my personality to be who I think it should be, mm-hmm. she's also that. So or has at least the potential to become that because she's she's not quite there yet in the first one. 
Oh, okay. So See, she's going to become a, it's b- funny a you say perfect that. person over the next couple. It's funny she says that because I have all I watch movies, mm-hmm. and when this becomes a movie, I'd like a role because I can always be an actor. Would <laughs> yeah, yeah, I we can could, be an actor. Yeah. You, can, you can be Archie. I mean, you don't have the ginger for it, but you can be Archie. Oh, he's a redhead. <laughs> is, is he a redhead? Is yeah. that what he is? I flip that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Will Smith played uh, James Garner in Wild West, so I can do it. <laughs> but I always look at movies and shit, and. You know, I want to be Denzel, but I'm not that cool, right? right. Mm-hmm. But then I think, like, I always wanted to be, like, Tom Hanks. Just a nice Nice guy. dude yeah. who's just, genuine, down-to-earth, good dude. You, yeah. see, you see Captain Phillips? Mm-hmm. I want to be that motherfucker. Right. Just yeah. that night, But I don't have it in me. I would have got killed 10 minutes in the movie. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Oh, yeah. really? Suck my dick, captain. Pow! Movie's <laughs> over, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not that smart. No. <laughs> but I've always wanted to be that guy. So if I was you... Writing that book, my guy would be the nicest fucking guy on the planet. He'd be Captain Kangaroo. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd be fucking <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Remember Captain with that yeah. pimp ass jacket? He had that pimp coat and shit. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, 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 my alter ego would be that nice guy. You know, I just not that I'm such a horrible guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I would just always want to be that nice guy. So it's it's interesting that you took parts of yourself that you wish you were, that you wish you weren't, mm-hmm. and combined it into a character. Mm-hmm. Seems like. Um, and that's not what you're saying there, and what you've said isn't isn't too uncommon. Of uh, some authors that I've read, like uh, biographies on, and that is, it's almost like a projection of themselves or who they think they are or should be, mm-hmm. and and that's not too uncommon. Mm-mm. I think so. I think that would be a way too to stay true to the character throughout the writing, mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody just you know, oh, I'm gonna grab somebody. She got big tits and. <laughs> You know, Botox lives in a fat That's ass, right? Foot. And then you're writing this shit, and by the end, she's got no... You're like, how she squeeze through that 12-inch hole with a big-ass tip? He's like, oh, I forgot. She got hips and shit, right? So I got to redo it, right? But you're like, no, I'm being serious. So for you to actually take that and say, okay, these, these are things that I'm vulnerable... Here we go. Vulnerable about, and I'm going to write them into the script. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's awesome, man, to, to expose yourself like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how many free copies have you given away except for the ones you're going to give me and Wood? <laughs> the ones I'm going to give you and Wood. That's it? You made, your mo- you made your mama pay for a copy? Well, to be fair, she hasn't asked her one yet, but if she does, she would get one. Your mama hasn't asked for a copy? My mom and I have a difficult relationship. Okay, all right. That's another book right there. You can write that book under oh, a different yeah. name. Huh? There's your uh, pseudonym you're talking you, about. You can write yeah. another John Nattelson. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever catch on to this. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> oh shit that's awesome man you good so to tell people where they can get your book how they can get your book um your book let's hear it you can go this on is your plug my plug shameless plug you can go on amazon and buy it straight from there you can do the e-read the nook book whatever what's it called again remind everybody shadow's voice Shadow's voice. I always think mm-hmm. of fucking Andy Gibb. Shadow dancing. <laughs> that shit was hot, man. Shadow dancing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that shit was hot. And it was. It, it's not Peter Pan. No, nope, which nope. is where my brain goes because I'm like a child that wants to fly. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. All right, so shadow, Shadow's voice. Shadow's, Shadow's voice. voice. Mm-hmm. All right, and they can go to Amazon. Keep going. I'm sorry. You can go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can buy it directly from the publisher, which is Widow W I D O mm-hmm. Publishing. Or me, I guess. Hit me up. I got a couple of copies. Venmo me. You're you going to have fucking strangers just tapping you on the show. You're going to be like, what, bitch? Do that self-defense <laughs> shit, right? Okay. I can kick some ass. Yeah, right, fine. right. I just want a book, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you now, right? Got <laughs> <laughs> them in chokeholds and shit. You tell me to contact you. Uh, I'm standing outside your fucking house. We'll also make sure to link all of our shit to... to uh, 
to the book so that if anybody wants to get it, um, they mm-hmm. can go over there and check it out and get it as well. So. I think that's a hell of an accomplishment to write a book. Thanks, man. Outside of Olin, who was probably 10 pages long. <laughs> five, and a badass name, no matter what you think. See, I, I appreciate the lion. <laughs> he was so fucking cool, man. <laughs> Seriously. You know, it's weird what you think you could... Well, we get stifled as adults. Oh, you know, we do. When you're a kid, yeah. you had dreams, yeah. I had dreams. You have dreams and you're living them, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And your but, imagination's right. wild. Point. Mm-hmm. My imagination's so wild. I just don't tell everybody. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I get a little E and J'd out and tell this fucking podcast, right? <laughs> and my girl's like, what? You told these motherfuckers that? I thought that was just me and you pillow talk. I was like, hey, baby. Um, the, the <laughs> I app- took a pillow with yeah, me into Wood the Wood gave me some apple spice. I don't know. He roofied my ass, you know? But I, I think it's beautiful that you're living your dream, and that's, that's really cool. Um, Thanks, man. Hopefully... Hopefully. Hopefully. God, I'm Hopefully. fucked up. Don't you correct my English, you fucking book writer. <laughs> hopefully you get to write a lot more and do I some things. So. And hopefully you have characters called um could in Kevin and Weef. <laughs> no, not Weef. That's, that's way too close. close. I thought that was Queef. It is, but oh, Weef's not. Uh, yeah, right. it's like, yeah, that's... All right, then just go with Wooden Keith. We did gestures and then the fucking forest or some shit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, with that, is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. That is what I am saying, and that is what we are saying, guys. Uh, again, we're going to link all of the book information on our podcast. Um, head over, check that out, buy yourselves a copy. Shadow dancing. <laughs> that shit was hot. Uh-huh. That shit was hot, man. She's never going to leave it alone. That's what I think of every time I hear that shit. Shadow voice. Damn. Shadow's voice uh, is what the book is called. Head over Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else. Get that book. Uh, download a copy, buy a paperback copy. Doesn't matter. It's all good either way. Do you have a website? I do have a website. What is well, it? Well, when I said go all things book, <laughs> I would have said, okay, here's the book shit. Here's my website. Okay. All right, what's yeah. your website? NatalieJohansson.com. Oh. Yeah, cool. super easy. Yeah, super easy. NatalieJohansson.com. You can buy books off that as well? Um, no, but you can just email you me. You can buy crack off that. Sure, yeah. why not? Yeah, right, yeah right, of course. Yeah, we can buy the underground oh, crack. Of course. <laughs> Whatever you want, I can get it to you. <laughs> I so, have a I have a blog that I run on my website. So if you liked other random book reviews and other author interviews and random writings that don't make all sense all the time, feel free to read it. I forgot to ask you, who's your favorite author? My favorite author of all time and the inspiration for my writing is an author called Kristen Britton. Oh, he wrote that book with the guy with the words. Nah. She did. Yeah. No, she mm-hmm. wrote yeah. that book, right? I know what you're talking what about. She yeah. What she um, So she's written the Green Rider series, and then that was the one, the Green Rider book was the one I picked up in uh, seventh grade, mm-hmm. like random. It was the first book I picked up and read that was not an assigned book to me to read. I absolutely fell in love with the character and these books and everything, and I'm so mad that the main character did not hook up with the dude she was supposed to hook up to, so I wrote. <laughs> oh, you take that shit uh, personally. You wanted it, huh? Oh, hella personal, hella personal. That's where her fan came from. read the Sasquatch books. He always gets laid, okay? <laughs> 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 so, guys, uh, email her there if you want your copy. If you're too lazy to go over to Amazon or whatever and download it over there. Um, but check it out. Uh, as always, guys, head over to anchor.fm backslash. So what you're saying, uh, that's to show us some love. I mean, if it wasn't for us, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it makes sense. You know, I actually tried to think about that. We said if it wasn't for us, <laughs> we wouldn't be here. I'm like, you know what? He's fucking right. <laughs> that was like some uh, new yeah. hippie, I think, therefore yeah. I am bullshit right there. Yeah, he should is. be on Purple Haze saying yeah. shit like that, right? I'm pretty, I'm pretty deep as the author in me coming out there. So anyway, guys, uh, you know where we're at. at so what you're saying at gmail.com. So what you're saying.com. That links you to everything social media-wise. And uh, we'll we'll have this... We'll have all the links for everything that we've yeah. talked about here today um, 
up on all that. So check it out. And with that, Keith, Natalie, I got to say, it has been a pleasure. Mm -hmm. About time we had another fucking mask off. I love this shit. We out. In that